0: Dear Talkerspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved.
1: Good morning, Talkerspace approved extension listeners. You're back for another episode with your host, Ben. Oh, it's the start of semester and I'm feeling tired. I'm already behind and I'm already stressed. So if you are dealing with a very brunty start to the semester, I wish you well. Keep up to date. Keep on track. I believe in you. (laughs) (laughs) We are back for an exciting episode. One that I feel like we haven't done in a while. A fun little artist intro interview. I I don't know. It's so exciting. I have a very cool guest with me, Miss Emily Rink. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Ben.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome into the studio. Thanks so much for coming in.
0: Thanks for having me. Oh my
1: God, of course. Emily and I have a mutual friend of sorts, which introduced me to Emily. And I have to admit, I'm a loser. I had not heard of you before, and I do not (gasps) know how. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Emily is super cool. Emily Rink. Oh, Check her it. out everywhere. All of her music is so beautiful and so amazing. So it's so exciting to have a chance to get Thank to know you. everything about you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start off with the obvious questions. We're a university music show. Yeah. Tell me about yourself in university. Where are we at with it?
0: So I am in my final year congratulations home stretch (laughs) you're not quite there yet um but I am taking a summer semester so um yeah so we're just fast tracking it so you can get straight to the music um Mm. but yeah I'm doing a bachelor of business and I'm majoring in marketing so um it goes hand in hand with the music a little bit but um you know you can pick up the other
1: electives Mm. along
0: the way which is fun <laughs> so it's not all, all business
1: yeah so you're also at QT. yes yeah I'm also at QT, oh so that's God. why we're such kindred spirits yeah <laughs> <laughs> QT it's the one yeah but so I've been doing my research I've been doing the stalk you yeah. also went to JMC I
0: did what was yeah. that like It was really cool actually. Um, I only went for about six months and um, I met some really awesome musicians who I ended up working with for like a few years afterwards Mm. and I think it's where I kind of got my drive and um, made the decision to push the music properly. Yeah, it was Mm. awesome though just to be around really creative people and no one really gave a shit either, which was probably my favorite part. <laughs> going from like a strict background.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I um I agree. Being around creative people really changes yeah. the game. It does. I just I kind of wish I had gone to a more creative university. Like yeah. QT is great and yeah. it's amazing for everything I want to do, but ah oh, like being yeah. around the
0: creatives, pretty much, yeah. Mm. And everyone's doing the same thing and. Because yeah.
1: uh, that's the thing. JMC is a little bit of a mystery to it me. Is. I know it's like an yeah. arts college and university, yeah. but is it just music?
0: No, it's not just music. They have um, a bunch of other areas that I know they do film and TV and um, video gaming and there's so much there, like music production as well. Mm. So you kind of get every creative industry there and I know you can do like a business music degree too so oh wow yeah it's pretty cool
1: which would be very very handy it would be
0: (laughs) yes as long as you stay in your lane (laughs) for like the rest of your (laughs) life
1: so tell me a bit more about how you got into music
0: yeah so I always loved music from a really early age um I would listen to music with my dad and my mum on really long car drives and um yeah. I fell off a horse a few times when I was growing up, literally. And um, every time I got injured, I would get really bored. So I started learning the piano again and um, I kept getting injured more frequently. So I kept playing more <laughs> piano and writing more songs. And then I got my heart broken at the ripe right age of 16. Ooh. Started decided to write a song about a train. It said <laughs> stuff and go. It's was like so shit but <laughs> um my dad was really nice and said it sounded really good and that I should keep trying yeah so i um I did and then 18 fell off again and then this time i was told that i probably shouldn't be riding horses anymore so
1: purely because you kept falling off or no. because the fall was so bad because <laughs> the
0: fall was so bad i'm <laughs> oh, not that bad i just got unlucky okay um but yeah and then i um went fully into music after that and started writing at JMC and then released my first song Restless and She Doesn't Know I think were my first two but yeah that's my story. Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah. Horse riding and falling off yeah. I feel like would be quite scary. What was that like?
0: Um, Honestly it's like you should be I feel like I should have been scared but um, you do it like you're any i don't know if you're like a long jump or a high jump or a sprinter it's just becomes your sport and mm. you just look at it from like a almost like an outside figure and you just yeah you love it and it kind of overrides all the other other consequences yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, sorry,
1: I, horse riding to me is just one of those terrifying things. Like like we had to do it at a high school camp.
0: Had to. Had to. (laughs) Ball thing. Oh
1: my God. I know. It was, it was was a great experience and I did have fun, but man, horses are terrifying. Yeah, they're
0: pretty scary. Oh God. (laughs) Some of them are nice though. I had nice ones. I liked my horses (laughs) when they didn't fall. (laughs)
1: So writing songs and writing music, yeah. is that something you've just always sort of done or was it um, purely the injury and the angst no. <laughs> that prompted it?
0: <laughs> um, I always loved creative writing. So from a really young age, I think like six or seven, I started writing my own little like storybooks mm. and I would, um, yeah, I would come up with a whole entire full on story start to finish and put little pictures in it and... Yeah, I just love creative writing and I would read a lot when I was younger. Slowed down lately, but I'm trying to pick it up again. <laughs>
1: Me too. Yeah, it's so I bad. just got a shipment order from Booktopia. Yay. Oh, shout out if you haven't Woo. been on Booktopia <laughs> do it. It's amazing. Anyway, oh, I'll, I'll look it.
0: <laughs> oh, check it out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm reading Yellow Face at the moment actually. It's really good. Oh. Um, yeah. But um anyway, What was I talking about (laughs) here? Creative (laughs) writing and everything. Yeah. So I just did a lot of creative writing and then um, I guess poetry a little bit as well. And then, um, yeah, I always loved that kind of stuff. And I guess it translated into the music Mm. because I always had played piano since I was like a little kid as well. Um, And my dad played guitar and loved the music. So...
1: That would have been so cool. I don't have musical parents and I kind of wish I did. Like I was a musical kid growing up and stuff like that. But I feel like because they didn't play a musical instrument, I just didn't have that from a very young age. That would have been so special. It was
0: really special. I was very lucky. They were very like, oh, yeah, like, if you want to do it, do it, try it. So Mm. like try the trumpet and I think that was the only one that were like put it down like please stop
1: that is a hot we have a neighbor and the kid um, has started playing trumpet and they didn't Gosh. learn I, I don't think they have learned the closet muffler trick no if no. you're if you're learning the trumpet and you don't want to piss off your neighbors open your wardrobe or your closet and play into that. Oh, that's
0: actually pretty smart. It's an
1: instant mute. Can you like sing into the closet as well if you have a microphone speaker? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) I haven't tried it, but we learned that trick because my brother played trumpet and we were like, abs, this needs to be fixed. Like, this is too much. That's
0: actually a pretty good idea. (laughs)
1: Because again, we did the same thing and encouraged him to put it down. We're just like, music's just not for you. (laughs) Yeah. Just like the blurring
0: elephant noise echoing through the house is just what you want to hear when you go to
1: sleep. Yeah. No. Oh, God what the neighbors doing at the moment i need to have a talking to <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> so then going from cuz i feel like there's such a big step which I haven't tried or witnessed myself between being, like, a musical kid going to ensembles and being a part of orchestras or whatnot. Yeah. And going through to writing music. Like, what was that journey like?
0: Um, I think it was kind of weird at first because you don't really know, like, what you're doing, but you (laughs) kind of get, I, for me, I would go to sleep and I'd just get, like, little ideas in my head or weird little melodies and that kind of thing. Mm. Um... And then I, I guess I just would, when I started learning piano again, there were like a few of my favorite chords and I guess they're like sad girl chords. They're like the A minors and the Fs and the Cs <laughs> and your Gs, like your basic country music chords as well. And um, yeah, i just play a little chord and I'd hit hear a little, I don't know, message behind it. And mm. it was pretty simple at first. Like I was still don't really know if I've got anything too crazy lyrically, but um, yeah, I guess it just, came naturally and then i would write on the lyrics later so i'd voice
1: memo it and then write more later wow yeah oh because when you were talking about creative writing i just assumed you would be story first melody later interesting
0: yeah so it kind of goes like one like i do both at the same time but i'll write i'll write the story loosely i guess in my notes like Mm. i would always write down like thoughts in my notes or ideas for stories or that kind of stuff um but I would never really do anything with it because I did a lot of sport and that kind of dominated, like, every other part of my life. Um, and then, yeah, I'd kind of though then go home and expand on the little thoughts or story ideas after um, sport or when I got injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so great. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: So with your lyrics, because yeah. some I would that's interesting that you feel that you don't have anything special lyrically. I feel like some of them are so emotional.
0: Oh, thanks. I guess I mean when I started, I felt like when I started I didn't have a lot of clever ways to express what I was feeling. Like it was very like, I'm sad and I feel this, or like <laughs> just like deadpan kind of Yeah, like you hurt me, that kind of shit. Anyway. But um, I guess it yeah. As you grow a little bit, you find other ways to kind of say what you mean, so that other people can interpret it. Yeah. And feel what they want to feel from your music. Mm. Um. Any even if that's a small audience, that's fine with me because it means that I get to do what I like and um. Yeah, have a few people singing my songs, whether they're my best friends or strangers, I don't really care. But Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I would say now I definitely feel like I have a lot more to say and um, have a lot more confidence with it and definitely believe in myself a lot more than I used to, which is good.
1: That's so good. Yeah. How did you overcome like that? Like, <laughs> in, sorry, like sorry, insecurities. Because like a lot of the music yeah. artists that we talk to is university. Like, yeah. and obviously jumping into something new yeah. can be so so scary. Yeah, it is
0: really scary. Um, I would definitely say I'm not a like far. Oh, in the clear for like insecurities, I feel like everybody has those. Um, <laughs> the little nipples yeah, yeah, like at the night little, when you go to sleep, and your head's like, "Fuck, I've like, done anything? <laughs> You've got so much to do, or you haven't done this." Um, but I feel like it would just be really small things that when I'm doing it to to stop listening to people's opinions. And I read this like quote once, and I, it's really ungracefully. Put, but I liked it. But it was like um, opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one. <laughs> and it was like my favorite thing. <laughs> Like, it's so bad. But Where did
1: you see that? I don't
0: know, but it's stuck in my head like glue because I was like, oh, it's so true. Like <laughs> <laughs> everyone does. And it's like my favorite thing because. Like,
1: <laughs> that sounds like so there's this one <laughs> social media thing. That it probably I, is from it, like TikTok like, or yeah, something. It's so bad. It plays in my head. It's just yeah. like everybody poops. Yeah. <laughs> everybody like poops. Yeah. And it's just like, that's yeah. so true. <laughs> you just remember
0: those small, tiny, intricate things about individuals and you're like. Like, oh, like, they are just people. Like, it's, mm-hmm. they're not, their words don't have to mean anything to you unless you want them to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really easy to say because everyone's still going to feel like shit when they hear, like, something they don't like about mm-hmm. their work. But, um, yeah, I guess it's just taking on board good criticism and ignoring, like... The haters, if you can say that It's like cringy as that sounds No, the trolls
1: We, um, so, um, like And I think distinguishing that feature of that, um the difference is really important. Like, yeah. even in other aspects, like, not just being a music artist, but, like, yeah. work and stuff like that. Like, as a journalist, Yeah. I get that. And I'm just like, okay, they're just being rude yeah. for no reason. <laughs> yeah. and, and you're, like, then, laughing like, off. Like, I know. And then <laughs> it's just so like, funny. that's so silly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inside you're like, uh, <laughs> like slowly <laughs> like, <laughs> passing away. <laughs> yeah. Like, I start a lyric or write a new lyric and someone's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Or like, oh, that's a bit like, ooh. Or like, you can just see their face and they're going, oh, yeah, that's nice. And you're like, mm. <laughs> like, Did it just put like a month into that? But that's okay. <laughs> like, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Somebody else will like it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Mm, it would be, I guess, really hard when it especially comes to gigs and stuff yeah. like that as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> were talking about this earlier. I did <laughs> slip that I get quite nervous still when I play. Mm. Um, and I was saying that I... After the first song, I always just start with a song now, um, and then I start talking afterwards.
1: And see, I think that's a great thing because there's also um, going to gigs and watching people, you can tell they haven't really... Yeah. developed that, that. routine yeah. or something like something that keeps them going yeah. one recommendation I always have for people even though I'm not a music artist yeah, but no, as I'm an audience member <laughs> yeah. and like I haven't gone to one of your gigs yeah. Sis, I'm sorry. <laughs> i <don't apologize>. so <laughs> sorry but oh my god always have either your guitarist or the ja- drummer yeah In the background, just playing something in between the songs, just a little bit of noise. There is nothing more awkward than just
0: like fidgeting,
1: dead silent.
0: No, and you've got the crowd just like (laughs) sitting there waiting. No, we figured that out pretty early, I think, Mm. um, to get somebody to do something while that's happening. Um, And I've got a good mate, Lockie Noogie, and he'll just hopefully, you know, chug away on the guitar
1: while
0: I change around things because there's a lot to muck around on stage
1: um what do you get him to play
0: so he play he he'll like i haven't actually told him this yet <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> lucky <laughs> he, if you're listening yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah he should be able to just like play some little tunes he does it at rehearsal anyway so yeah. he's pretty talented so he can just pick it up mm. um and so are the others so i've got tess cummins on Guitar as well, and then Carissa, she's on bass, um, and then Dan, um, Calgato on drums, and he's actually my second cousin, and he's in Duck Egg Blue, so it's cool. Wowza, we
1: love Duck Egg Blue. Yeah, they're so good. Mm. I
0: love their stuff. It's bloody awesome. But yeah,
1: very (laughs) lucky to have him. Yeah, yeah. Um, How did you get your band?
0: Um, I was pretty lucky, actually. I Tess is my dad's friend's daughter and I knew that she played guitar but she's like a little bit younger than me so I just Mm. like waited to see if yeah what she wanted to do and then um reached out and she said she would and now she's playing for me which is awesome and then Dan yeah second cousin and then um Lockie I met through friends at JMC and then um Chris is friends with Tess so it's kind of like all just yeah, fallen into place but a it's a fun little community yeah mm. yeah fairly new band um just because i yeah just everybody went their separate ways last year we all moved like different areas but <laughs> still <We're> friends <laughs> but like we've all moved and um yeah so now i've got a new group but still in touch with the others which is so nice because you just have yeah lots of people along the way that you get to meet which is also one of the things i love about it
1: yeah yeah because what's your impression of the brisbane music scene
0: um i would say that it's fairly big but also limiting unless you i don't know i'm still trying to figure it out yeah like i feel like it's so odd because there's only it's kind of like you've got a small pool of venues that are really good but um i find that you can't I don't know. I've played at like the same venues a few times now. And um, yeah, it would be nice to kind of go outside of Brisbane mm. and do that. But then you have to make sure that you have a band that are willing to do that with you. Yeah. And then the costs and all the rest of it. So I think it's good to start off with. But I feel like, yeah, you do well here first and then try and move somewhere else. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my <laughs> loose goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Talking yeah. about venues, yeah. Which one's your favorite? Like, I'm coming across new ones all the time. Yeah. Um, I would say I love Black Bear. Mm. I've played
0: there a few times, and it's definitely one of my favorites. Um,
1: good bar area, too. yeah. It is got that a really little good, like seating area,
0: yeah. And then I would say that um, I'm actually playing at the Valley Loft on saturday and Mm. i haven't been yet but it looks really sick yeah Yeah. i saw that
1: on your event um post and stuff like that i've never heard of it where is it
0: so it's where the woolly mammoth used to be yeah Mm. yeah it's really cool it's got like all these electronic lights it kind of looks like a euphoria setting but a stage and like a fairly fairly large capacity so Mm. it's it's pretty sick yeah,
1: that would be cool. Yeah. That would go so with might be your. My new favourite. Interesting, well, because yeah. like the more and more I've researched about you as well, this latest track that you've dropped, yeah, has been a bit of a change, going from more indie pop to yeah. electronic pop. So yeah. maybe the electronic lights will I think suit so. it.
0: I think it'll look really cool in there. Mm. Yeah, they'll go hand in hand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> yeah,
1: talking about the new single. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm getting too excited. <laughs> <laughs> i like you tell me all about it
0: um so i wrote this in march of 2022 and i was at work in the city on james street and um just my little re- retail job mm-hmm. and um as we students
1: we do on that. the side it's <laughs> yeah, our favorite
0: thing um but yeah i had been friends with this dude for like a while and i saw a photo of him with like this girl and i um think I was just like oh yeah that's so chill whatever and then my friend sent it to me and she's like did you see this question mark and I was like I was like yeah that's chill and she's like oh okay that's good are you guys like not a thing anymore I was like no no we've been like friends for ages like it's so chill and then like I think I was going home and I just got all these like ideas in my head about like what I could write about it and I didn't feel too sad I just kind of felt affected more than I expected so I
1: hate experiences like that like you're "You're fine but then for some reason you're just like why is this bothering me so much
0: and it didn't like it still to this day this scenario i don't think bothered me too much but it just enough to like sit down and go home and i had like i on the way i think i like pressed voice memo as i was driving and just like started talking the words because i had all these ideas and then got home and played a few chords to it and just literally wrote that song that afternoon like Start to finish, and then um, yeah, that's
1: so interesting. So rather than being like really emotionally fueled by it, that was just like imagination. (laughs) Yeah, I just delusion like
0: dramatized it. Like it wasn't that much of an effect, but I think it might have been like a like I have a habit of dipping my toe in the dating scene and then like dipping it out, but I never fully commit. (laughs) So I like (laughs) I'll just. (laughs) Stay like in the middle. Yeah. And then I'll be like, Oh fuck, maybe I did like you. <laughs> and then I'll be like, Oh, maybe I should have told him and then he wouldn't be with somebody else. But like mm. that's so not okay, but yeah. It'll come back to find me <laughs> later, I'm so sure. <laughs> um But yeah, so I wrote that in the in the afternoon, just accumulation of lots of um yeah situationships i guess mm. you call them these days <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. as the kids say yeah, yeah. i think i'm too old for it. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right page of 23
1: yeah do you do that with a lot of your um l- lyrics and stories behind it just like sort of be imagination
0: yeah and dramatizing yeah. um a few of them yeah definitely mm. i think like Restless was pretty on point of like exactly how I felt. So that mm-hmm. one to me writing it was really fun because it was like super emotional. Um, and it was like I was 19 and I feel like when you're 19, heartbreak hurts so much more. Because <laughs> um, <so laughs> like you've never experienced it and you're like, ah, what are all these feelings? So I just yeah, yeah chucked it in the song.
1: I feel like you get a new understanding of why it's called heart heartbreak. Break. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: like you're just devastated. Um, but yeah, I wrote that and um i guess the other ones like she doesn't know was pretty much based on just like high school and um just other girls kind of picking on other girls just observing like bullying mm. i guess i wrote it on that um and then yeah what's the other ones i've got how it feels <laughs> how it feels was definitely like a dramatization i guess mm. um yeah so i i think they're all like a mixture of things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What about... Because one of my favourites yeah. of your tracks is Mexico. Oh, yeah. Fine. Because I just... I <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Because I just love that track. It has oh, such well, a strong you. build and <laughs> yeah. everything. And I was imagining it would be one of your most emotional tracks.
0: No, so that one, it was during COVID. And I had one of my friends with me and we were like locked away for two weeks um, in... Um, one of our, like, the beach area. So we weren't too off, but, like, mm. bad off. We were pretty lucky. Um, anyway, and she'd just gone through some sort of breakup and I wrote that about her. So I wrote that, yeah, about her. And then I was kind of going through the same thing. And I just, yeah, put that together with that. But it wasn't too, um, yeah, triggering emotionally. I think it was more fun because it was kind of like I got to tell a story mm. for somebody else but for myself at the same time. Yeah, interesting.
1: So, and so then the build in all of the, like, guitar riffs and everything just came along with it. Yeah, so. interesting. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, one of the things I mentioned before yeah. was how beautifully produced your songs are. Wow. Can you run me through all of the production journeys through it and, like, who's producing it? Yeah, (laughs) so,
0: Restless, I originally... Actually, I'd start with She Doesn't Know because that was my first one. Um, I was really good friends with Liam Thomas and still am but he's moved to Sydney unfortunately I know Like (laughs) he's so good that he's like fuck Brisbane (laughs) he's gone to Sydney so fair but um yeah Liam and I did She Doesn't Know as a collab and he he was like one of my first I think he made a huge impression on me when I was young he kind of just didn't care what anybody anybody else thought and he um he was so talented still is so talented and um was already making money off like Spotify and shit like he'd hacked the system at like 18 and um (sighs) Anyway, he, yeah, like me that. too, <laughs> but at the time I was like, he's so cool and like, yeah, he helped me write She Doesn't Know and did all the electronic stuff in the background and the production was just insane and he just has a niche for it. So yeah, did that with Liam and then I did Restless with my producer at the sunny coast and his name is Christian Patey and he's still probably like one of my favorite producers to date. Like he's just an awesome dude as well. Um... And he messaged me on Instagram actually and was like, Oh, I like your voice, like we should collab. And um we did. And then we wrote restless like pretty much in a day, like the roots of it. And then he was like, Maybe we should go to another producer with this and we can like go like I guess like collab in it completely. And we went to Jordan Power and Jordan does like Boy and Bear and Julia, and Angus, Angus and Julia Stone and Dope no Lemon and all shit. those people.
1: Seriously. Yeah. That's yeah. huge.
0: Yeah. So that was really cool. So went to Byron and um, yeah, it was so sick. <laughs> Got to like record in <laughs> this like awesome house with this insane view. That um, would have been
1: crazy. Yeah. Sorry, you just mentioning Boy and Bear has just like oh, blown no. my mind. No, me too. I'd
0: known that like he'd done stuff with them and I was like... <gasps> Like, oh,
1: my God. <laughs> um, That's so... Oh, yeah. I should have picked it because, like, some of your, the tracks... It's similar like, production. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And
0: he's insanely talented, too. So learning from him and learning from Christian, like, Christian just has a niche for, like, sounds and being able to pick what's good for people. Mm. And he's so easy to work with and, like, communicate. Like, you feel like you can tell him everything, which is so important with a producer because you don't want to feel, like, limited when you're... Um, or, like... Embarrassed or shy When you're trying to Yeah um, Write a song You need to be like emotions everywhere. Well, I guess. because
1: that really comes through because like and I think that's probably one of the things that was sticking out to me yeah. is just like the sounds, like they're so oh, thank you. Oh, like they just match your voice. And like yeah. if you haven't heard Emily and you're listening to this um podcast, like, <laughs> boo, go listen to her. But Thanks like guys. you have that like really nice, like deep, husky, like really um there's a word for it. I would almost say, like, sultry tone that comes through. Okay, yeah, I like that.
0: I haven't heard that one. Oh, I'm well, going to use <laughs> like that. A sultry tone. It is, yeah, because, like, I, oh,
1: I I hate it when, like, and I was a singer in high school, and I yeah. feel like there was this whole thing about, like, the higher and higher you go, and I'm just yeah. like, no. Do you still
0: practice that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just do the shower, like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, and that was the thing, like, oh, like just chill, like, oh, just let your natural voice and like the tones come through. It's beautiful. (laughs) Appreciate
0: it. But yeah, that was Jordan. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I went back to him for how it feels, Mm. and we did that in Byron again, which was amazing. Again with Christian as well, and then um, we. They, then COVID happened and then I wrote Mexico. And then I went to this guy that I met through Channel 7 actually. And um, he ended up doing that one in a little studio in um, like out of Brisbane, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did a sick job on it. And then um, what did I do after that? Then I went <laughs> to, yeah, then I wrote, I like you. And um, I messaged Andy Mack last year I think early last year and I was like on a whim I was hanging out with the Selfish Sons boys and they were like you know you should really go for someone who um, like if you like the electronic stuff you sound like Vera Blue or you sound like this mm. you should probably message this producer just look up the credits in the Spotify and like pick the producers that you like and um, so I kind of remember the advice I didn't take it straight away I was a bit I was like oh no he wouldn't want to work with me Like, yeah. I'm, na- I'm not like Big or anything um anyway and then I messaged emailed Andy Mack on a whim and then um I think two or three months later I got this email and it was like hey I really love your voice I really want to work with you can you send me a demo and I was like what the fuck <laughs> 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 that's so cool um
1: I feel like that's the thing people keep yeah. forgetting it's just like if, there's no harm in asking. There's no harm mm-hmm. in asking. Like the all of these people obviously have great reputations. Yeah. And like if they're going to be a dick about it, they're a dicky person. Yeah, but exactly. like, just ours. Most yeah. of the time people are like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. would be so cool. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and it means they get to work with new people as well. So yeah. you never know. Um but yeah, he said yes and then I sent him the demo of I like you. And then he was like um, and then I sent him another one as well and we were kinda like choosing which one. Mm-hmm. Um And then he and I both chose I Like You just because it kind of already felt like it had a genre and a place, I guess, um, in his mind as well. And then he did all the backing tracks and sent me notes and showed me, like, what he was working on a little bit but not too much. So I had not really an idea of what I was walking into. Flew to Sydney, got a train for, like, two hours from Sydney to his place Mm. and then – Yeah, walked in and there's, like, things of Vera Blue and Katie Alexander and shit on the wall. And I was like, oh, my God, that's cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then we just laid down the song in, like, a day. And both were, like, super happy with it. And um, just, yeah, clicked as a producer and a writer, which was really awesome. Mm. And then, yeah. Done. I like he's here. Yeah.
1: And it's out and about. It is. What's it like having it out? Because it's a recent release, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I only released it last week.
1: A lo- oh my God. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's
0: so fresh, <laughs> but I've just been like bombing everyone with Instagram posts. Mm. So, about the gig. And then the song will come back in importance with that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, that would be huge. Proud yeah. of it. I'm it's- very
0: proud of it. Yeah. Um, It's kind of nerve-wracking releasing a song of like a complete opposite genre almost to what I'm doing. But I want to swing between the both because Mm. um, I still love like the root sound and um, indie surf rock and indie rock as well. So um, if I can kind of go between the two, that would be cool. I think people will allow it. I think so. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I might have like a split audience but that's okay that's fine I just block their their ears when I play the electronic stuff and the other ones can go have a drink outside when I play the indie rock stuff yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: talking about gigging and you've mentioned it a few times you have a very exciting gig happening tomorrow night yes run me through it
0: so, we're going to the Valley Loft at um, on Saturday, on the 5th of August, and I've got Tom Jackson and Gracie playing along with me, which I'm super excited for. And I will be bringing a live band with me, and then I'll also be playing my new song live with a backing track, and I'm super, super excited. So excited. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I've been waiting for this for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's it like planning a single launch?
0: Um... Um, really, (laughs) it's it's super hectic when you're not like an established artist yet. Cause Mm. I'm like, I'll slowly climb my way there. Like I'll get there hopefully eventually. But, um, I think it's just kind of not over, I don't know. Understanding the market well, and then picking what's suitable for you.
1: There's that business and marketing Yay! degree coming
0: in. <laughs> target <hard in> market. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So just, I guess, picking what is suitable for you and, um, yeah, just making sure that you're fairly organized as you can be in the music industry. Mm. And, yeah, just to have everything kind of laid out before the launch, just so that you know you're kind of good to go. Um But, yeah, I've been pretty lucky that everything so far has kind of gone to plan, (laughs) which is really good. But, yeah, just getting ready to be, like, really tired all the time and pretty stressed and then, like, then you just get to focus on the music on the night. So it's all worth it in the end. (laughs) I think so anyway.
1: Well, if you're listening on the morning of Friday before (laughs) – Head out to the Valley Loft tomorrow (laughs) night. If you're listening to this after the fact, I'm so sorry you've missed out. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure Emily will be playing much more gigs.
0: Yeah, I'm playing on Tomcat as well on (gasps) 11th of August. Okay. The weekend after. But come to this one. (laughs)
1: Well, Emily, we're running out of time. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me and coming on for another episode of Talkerspace Approved Extension.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: <laughs> As always, Talkerspace Approved Extension is an extension of the Talkerspace show that airs on Z Digital at 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Thanks for everyone for listening. Have a good week and good luck with the start of semester. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everyone. Talkerspace, approved extension, is the podcast that talks all things uni. We're bringing you chats about what it's like being a uni student, uni music, and the world of pop culture, as well as bringing you longer chats with the interesting people in Brisbane, Listen in every Friday morning on your favourite podcasting app. This podcast was recorded on terrible land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.